This is All Things Nerd Production. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kobolds in the Basement podcast. My name is Chad Hilson, your game master. Uh, we are joined with Dave Morris. He ain't glam, but he's got a ram. Caster Flamebeard. Excellent. Uh, Shalom Diceland. Luminora. And Steven Diceland. Valyrian at your service. So, let's get into it. This is Kobolds in the Basement. Now, all right, before we get started, let's do a quick recap of the last episode. <clears throat> in last episode, our heroes found themselves in jail. And after about a week of being held with uh, very little conversation between all of them, a mysterious letter was thrown into their cells telling them to hold tight. There was nothing for them to be charged on. A few days later, the heroes were brought before Jacobus, the hand and uncle of the late king, giving them a proposal to go on a mission on behalf of the crown in exchange for their freedom, or go back to jail and let them rot. Before they could fully negotiate, uh, cultist fanatics appeared from smoke once more to attack the new acting king and our heroes. During the combat, we saw Valyrian cower for a moment before placing on his mask and attacking enemies. Once the fight was over, Jacobus turned to our heroes and bluntly asked, So, do we have a deal? And that's where we are now. So we are back in the throne room. Jacobus just turned to you and said, so, do we have a deal? What do you guys do? So, I stow my weapon back, you know, over my shoulder, reach out, touch my shield real quick and go, Grandfather, give me the patience to deal with this prick so I can uh, get back to what I need to do. And then I use my channel divinity to cast enhance ability on myself. And give myself Eagle's Splendor. Fantastic. Which means I now have advantage on all charisma checks. That's just great. Happy for you. And then I walk up a little closer. Not obviously too close because he still got his guards around him. Like, if we're going to do this, we're going to need supplies. We're going to need equipment. And it would have been a hell of a lot easier to find them if we hadn't been sitting in jail for the past week. We sat there while everything, all the trails went cold. Yes, but as you can understand, we had to do something to calm the public. Yeah, but you probably made it harder and worse by doing by keeping us here if you're going to just send us out. Well, we weren't sure what to do with you, and we weren't sure exactly what went down. As not everyone in charge of making these sorts of decisions were there to witness what happened. At least be honest. You're using us as a scapegoat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're not wrong, but also, if you shall die on this quest, we're not out men. Like I said before, it's your choice. Yeah, well, like I said, we're going to need supplies, equipment, means to travel, any leads you your spy network might have come up with so far. It's not going to be easy to find them. It's not going to be cheap. I mean, whatever you could spare, we're going to need it. They're going to need probably something to travel by. I have my own means, but I don't think they have, you know, rides. Well, here's what 
the crown can do. We're prepared to offer each of you 500 gold, a couple uh, healing potions, uh, greater healing potions for each of you. Um, We have two means of transportation. One would be mounts, which will give you more time across the wilderness to explore and learn more during your travels. Or we are prepared to offer a small airship. I know that you mentioned that you have your own means of transportation. There's been rumors of a giant, giant ram that has a bit of a temper, but is also very lovable. I don't understand how that works. That's just what I've been told. I don't go to Castillo. But you can take this airship. If that's the case, we will send a couple of uh, people with to man the ship. Uh, Or we can provide mounts and all the camping things that you would need. If you need any additional weapons within reason, we are prepared to see what we have in the armory and provide those as well. Well, what about your spy network and any leads on where to find these guys? Because I know where I would go, but you probably have more recent information than I do. So from what we have heard... There is some darkness and a strange illness creeping across the Mornlands, as well as uh, along the coast up through Kabara. But if I'm not mistaken, before we were rudely interrupted by those hooligans, those riffraffians, uh, you had mentioned something about having encountered some of these beings before. Yeah, I've encountered them in an old abandoned city in the in the Moorholds. And is that where you are thinking you might want to uh, take this quest and investigation? The Holds have been battling the Dalkir for hundreds of years, trying to keep them from coming up from Kyber below. So yeah, if they're now suddenly roaming free, then that worries me that something might have happened to the Holds. Well, what we could do is if you wanted to take traditional mounts and caravan out that way, we would suggest just taking the coast through Kabara. Now, if you wanted to take use of this airship, maybe you go up a little bit into the Mornlands and then cut across. Basically, once you leave, whatever you think would make the most sense based on your intuition and these few leads I'm sure it comes as no shock that the late king Riss's soul my nephew uh, was more interested in the good times and the positive outlooks and kind of ignored this growing danger despite being warned well I can't speak for the other two but the Mornlands have been messed up for as long as I remember and that goes back couple hundred years now and to get to Kubara that's still probably a couple weeks worth of journey yes uh, with the with the traditional caravan you're looking at several weeks either way whether you go up through the moorlands which in a caravan will kind of take you the way that you don't necessarily want to go uh, if your intuition is telling you to go to the Moorholds. If I was going to go to the Moorholds, 
I'd trek my way up to Gatherhold and then take the lightning rail up to Chroma Peak. You're also welcome to do that. Well, again, I've done a lot of the talking here, but you know, I turn around and look at them like, what do you two think? Well, you seem to know more about these people than uh, myself, at least. I suppose I trust your judgment. People's a strong word. I wouldn't call them people. Creatures. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Vile things. I trust your judgment, and I think that equipment should be provided, as well as possibly going through the Mornlands. I just have a good feeling about it. What What do you mean a good feeling? It is treacherous out there. Indeed, but I traveled here through Mornlands, and I encan- en- <laughs> encountered... <laughs> Sorry. I encountered... Hardly any hardship through my travels. Uh, that place has changed a lot in the last couple hundred years because it used to be a living nightmare. It still has its, for lack of better words, demons within its borders, especially still by like the Crimson Water. But we have heard of small villages popping up over the past couple of decades. Nothing sophisticated, nothing of number, but... There is that. All right. Well, in addition to the potions and all that, he kind of pulls up. I'm going to need some new armor. This stuff's over 300 years old and it's probably not on its last legs. Tell me, what what sort of armor are you looking for? Oh, splint, plate, something along those lines. Splint or... I think armor for all of us would be very essential. Since we're on the subject, I could really go for a new hand crossbow. As well as a sycamore. Scimitar. Scimitar. <laughs> That's a tree. <laughs> yeah. Do we just... A scimitar with a sycamore With a, with a, with a sycamore hilt. Got it. <laughs> yes. My brain's I'll fucked up. Sorry, y'all. I'll see what I can do about a sycamore-hilted scimitar, but we do have scimitars that you can have. Oh, we can definitely... You'll beg my pardon, but you'll get the lady a sycamore-hilted scimitar. Or you can shove it. <laughs> if you can tell me where to find sycamore wood in this region fast, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's not quite my job, is it? You probably have to go north for that. It's too warm down here. But yes, we can provide a scimitar for the lady. May or may not be a sycamore-hilted one. Uh, <laughs> for you, sir, we can definitely provide uh, a hand crossbow. And then, which would you prefer... Kind dwarf, splint or plate? Well, I definitely prefer a suit of full plate over over splint, but I'll take what I can get. But I'm guessing you've got a few suits of plate mail that are probably sitting around doing nothing after all this carnage. You would not be wrong. Yes, we. You guys are getting to be expensive, but yes, we can provide that as well as the gold, some healing potions, obviously any sort of. Tents, healing kits, things like that uh, for your trek. Now, if you are to go up through the Mornlands, would you prefer the airship? We can make sure that we get a ship for you that will accommodate your... And he kind of like forces this out because obviously he's a rich dude and never spends time with animals. Your kind-souled ram... Oh, she's a delight. Don't worry. 
And I can always bring her with me no matter what. Well, we could provide a, a ship with at least enough cargo underneath where she could accompany you. Or if you prefer to ride out, we can provide mounts for the rest of the party. Airship doesn't sound very stealthy to me. The the airship? Yes. But you'll be in the clouds. We'll be putting a target on our backs, wouldn't we? You don't have to fly any sort of flags. What part of the uh, Moorlands did you say that dark cloud was in? Like, uh, Well, a lot of... It seems to have started near the Crimson Water and has worked its way both north and south, not going too far east and west. So, you know, up towards Lake Sire and then coming down towards the Kraken Bay. Do the are there still cities and towns on the border of the Mornland? There is still uh, Tyre Valier and the Stone Village Spire, if that's what you mean. If we can as, get as well as Griffin Claw, but that's more towards the main road. Uh, what I was thinking is, if we took the ship up to Tyre Valinor, then then take horses and everything towards the crimson water yes we can do that we can provide uh, a ship with enough cargo for a few mounts in order to do that I'm surprised I mean I'm guessing they're probably still house Leander airships but something about flying an airship into the Mornland, maybe it's uh, because of my hit my my knowledge of it I just don't get a good feeling about being airborne over that that is totally understandable from what we've heard with this sickness that's crawling across the ground in the darkness, I don't know how many people will be around to see as you enter the the border, but we can always try and reach ahead so that you can dock near the border and then ride into the border, into the Mornlands. I agree with this plan. Yeah, as long as Terra Valinor or Stonefeather Spire or whatever else you said has a place to dock the ship, then I think it's better to go on foot or on mount into the Moorland versus flying into what used to be a big cloud of death. Understandable. Yes. uh, The closest to the Crimson Water uh, would be to go to Terra Valinor. We can make that happen. All right. You guys agreed with that? I do. I do. Fine, yes, but I want 700. We can give the other two 700 and put you back in a cell. You're already getting... I don't think, you're you already think they getting, can do this without me? Come that's something it, that you have to discuss with them. We are already offering lots of gold on top of equipment and mounts and travel. Your pockets seem plenty full to me. As you say that, the warlock starts to walk up towards you. Don't worry. Probably won't survive long enough for the Mormon to spend it. Does he have anything in his hand? Just his normal I take staff. a defensive standpoint. <laughs> All of it. I, I just turn to look at the at the guild guy and be like, you really want to do this? Not particularly. Just like very nonchalantly slide my mask out. But we also do not care to be insulted. We think that we are... You threw us in a bloody jail cell for a week. Talk about insulted. Yeah, yeah. the whole week without a due process is kind of uh, still stinging a little. 
How about 550 gold? We saved your bloody ass not 20 minutes ago. Do you want me to do a check? Yes. Uh, for this, do a persuasion check. Yep, and I get to do it at advantage. Yeah. That's a 24. <laughs> Jacobus just yeah. looks at Cass and goes, so what do you want? All right. Give us each 600 gold. Give me the plate mail. Her, her scimitar. Him, his hand crossbow. And then whatever healing potions you guys can spare, because I'm guessing you're still packing up the wounded. Okay. We can do the 600 gold apiece. The lady gets the scimitar. Him in the mask can get his crossbow. You, your armor. We can provide two greater healing potions each for each of you as well as individual mounts for the other two members of your party. Obviously tents, medicine kits. <sighs> I wasn't so desperate. Well, now we best get it, start getting everything packed up. Probably leave the first light. Yeah, we'll have the ship ready. We'll see you at first light. Valerian takes his mask off and like does a little cordial bow. He says, I thank you, good sir, for your desperation. Hmm. But I have a question. When yes. do we receive this gold? When you get to the ship tomorrow. Wonderful. Yes, this Take is... It's back around. This is an upfront payment, because... We're probably going to die. <laughs> there's a good chance of that. And because you know that, we did not figure that you would go on the promise of payment afterwards. Oh, hell no. Luminora just glances over her shoulder as you say that, or as Jacoba says that, says that, and nods, continuing to the door. All right, perfect. So y'all get a long rest in. So the next morning, <clears throat> first light comes around. Y'all come down to the the docks down here. <clears throat> At that point in time, you see. Uh, you know, uh, an airship. It's bigger than what you would have expected, but it's not like a massive ship or anything like that. Uh, you can kind of anticipate that the ship can be manned pretty easily just by a, a couple of people. And at the same time, you notice that there are a couple of uh, people on the ship. Clearly, those are going to be the ones working uh, on the ship, flying it and everything like that. So is it more traditional airship or or like a balloon or is it still got like the the bound elemental ring like the normal house Leander ones do? It looks like this. <clears throat> so there's kind of uh, there's like an arcane energy off the back of it uh, as well as the the mast definitely seems to have some sort of energy component going on to it. You know, there's a couple of cannons on each side just more or less for defense. Um, this is by no means a warship at all. As you get onto the ship, uh, as you get onto the ship, you know, there's a, a couple of people on there. You also come across uh, a young kind of Kingsguard. You know, he doesn't look to be like high ranking or anything like that. And he, he's got a very young face. And he comes up to you and he's like, hey, like, what's up? Uh, I'm Emery. I'm going to be helping you guys travel, okay? And he's kind of talking in like a condescending way, thinking that you guys aren't that intelligent. He just thinks that his shit don't stink. 
sort of attitude. He's like, so if you guys need anything, you can ask me and I'll do what I can. We've already got some some mounts, uh, some horses underneath, as well as this weird horse with like curly, curly ears. Um, it's like a goat, but like more intense. Yeah. Um, and I, when he says that, I reach over and like grab him and pull him in close. But like, you better have been nice to Gilly. Oh, yeah, man. I've just never seen anything like that. Um, clearly, this dude's an idiot. He's like, but yeah, she was like really nice. You know, I gave her some carrots and like a sugar cube. And yeah, but she's down there. She's happy. I don't know if she needs anything special. Um, but yeah, she's good. And like, you're free to, to about the ship while we're in transit. There's just a couple other dudes on here with me that we're, we're going to get you. We're going to get you all, all the way to Terra Valley or, you know, like we're, we're going to get get you there it's gonna be real good i'm just excited man this is like my first assignment outside of the city and i really hope i don't fuck this up you know like so if you guys need anything let me know what's that what color is his outfit uh it's you would think that at one point in time it was probably much more silver but it's kind of like a matte gray like he's just an idiot and doesn't know how to take care of his shit okay i was wondering if it was all red no, it is not. Hope you packed a pair of brown pants, kid. Why? Oh, you'll know at some point. <laughs> okay, man. All right, if you guys have everything that you need, let's uh, let's go ahead and get going. Yeah, I need to go use one of my cabin real quick. Okay, man. Like it's downstairs. Just pick one. There's it's they're not that fancy, but there's something there, you know. Yeah, so I get on and I go downstairs real quick and pick a cabin and then I shut the door and I kind of just take my hammer out, set it down and kneel and like, Giraffe, I don't know what we're going to encounter, but I could sure use your advice on uh, what tools to bring with me today. So I'm asking for your guidance and hopefully I make it through this because I'd really like to see home at some point. And then I prepare my spells for the day. All right. And then as the ship is getting loaded, uh, what's Luminora and Valyrian doing? Honestly, Luminora is just checking out the deck here. And as this guy, the unknowing, so I will call him, um, she just rolls her eyes and says, illiterate, and just walks away checking out the deck. No, it's not illiterate. It's Emery. That's that's my name. It's not illiterate. It's Emery. No, she she mutters that under her breath. N- not an earshot of him. Oh, okay. It's funnier if he hears it though. Uh, <laughs> I thought so. <clears throat> Is he? In that case, she just says, "I know," and walks away. <laughs> okay, man. Question, is is Emery the one? Is he steering the ship or anything? <laughs> yeah. Or is he just like chilling there? He's 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 the one steering. Yeah. All right. So, Valerian, he just kind of, without a whole lot else to do, he kind of just takes a, a side of the ship to kind of lean against, and then uh, every once in a while, he uses his uh, mage hand ledger domain to just kind of like pull on the steering wheel a little bit, just to fuck with this guy. Give me a sleight of hand check. 
Not enough to really alter the course. But... It's also invisible. So that would give it advantage, yeah? Yep. That's um, it's just a dexterity check, right? Uh, should be if you unless you should be on your character sheet. Yeah, sleight of hand's a skill near the bottom. Unless you are proficient, then it's the same. Yeah, there you go. Hang on, let me see. Twenty-one work. We're about to find out. I think it's uh, against his wisdom. It'd be his perception. <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> He's just like, whoa! It's kind of windy, man. I hate that kid. <laughs> Good. Bloody but, idiots. Yeah, Caster's like, it's not as nice as the ship I used to be on, but it'll do for now. All right. And you guys take off. Uh, you know, in the the airship, it's a, probably about two days to tire failure. You know, so during the... The first day you're still flying over the, you know, good part of the the nation that you're already in. You're not crossing any sort of borders or anything like that. You start off a little bit over the water, flying along the coast, till you get to uh, Terzanathar. Uh, in about the first day, as it starts to turn to night, um, what are you guys doing throughout the day? You know, what are you gonna do at at nighttime? I mean, it's this is basically just a transport. You know, there's not a whole lot going on. Can I sharpen my scimitar? Yeah. I'll sharpen my scimitar. Did you guys uh, equip your new toys? Uh, or drag them onto your sheets so you have them? Well, and you should have a scimitar because we did that off camera. We did? Okay. Yeah. have a hand crowd. Oh, yeah. And then... Yeah, so as you're... As you're flying through the sky, you see, you know, the the sun start to set. It's beautiful colors, you know, just picturesque, you know, looking over the plains. Um, and then and then obviously, you know, the the sea to your west. And as you you start to see some other coastline as you get closer and closer to Terzanathal, Xanathar, um, and it just starts to look bleak. Not a whole lot of life going on you know you don't see like a bunch of like living trees or anything like that I mean it's still very far off in the distance but you can tell that there's not a whole lot on the shoreline at the other side of the bay and as the sun goes down and it's nighttime is there anything that you guys want to do before it rolls into the next day no I would think Kaz is probably stays up a little later than you know the average person because you know, being on the ship reminds him of his time on the Sun Wyvern. So yeah, being, out at, being out at night with like the stars and everything and just, you know, it's a good kind of brings back good memories for Kaz. Belina's probably going to go, I don't know, try to talk to uh, Luminora for a second at some point. All right. What are you going to talk about? I'm not good at talking to girls. Just Probably sees her sitting around, you know, Looking over the edge of the ship or something like that, and Scouting walks areas. over with his. What's up? Scouting areas. Scouting areas. Um, probably walks over and he's got his new new toy in hand and just kind of walks up beside her and leans his back up against the railing that she's on and says, uh, "So, love, what'd you do before all this mess?" A little bit of here and a little bit of there. 
was it to you? Let's call it curiosity. We're going to be with each other for at least another week or two, so I figured I might at least get to know who might be uh, saving my ass. Curiosity always killed the cat, but why do you think I would save your ass? Someday I might save yours. And then I just kind of like get up and walk away knowing that she's not really wanting to talk. <laughs> also for some dramatic effect. Geisling, give me a, a perception check. And uh, Shalon, Luminara, give me a deception check. Sorry, one second, y'all. My thing is not working. Let me refresh it. So with an 18 uh, Valyrian, uh, would you say that you'd be more interested in thinking that she is hiding something from you or that she does not want you to actually walk away? Probably that she's hiding something, I would imagine. All right, Luminar, what'd you get for your uh, kind of a uh, Frodo Baggins? Uh... All right, then keep your secrets. There <laughs> we go. Oof. That worked. Yeah, it went through. Are you, are you hiding something, Luminar? The answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Secrets, secrets. Secrets right. don't make friends, Luminora. Villier, are you still walking away with that? I kind of give her a side eye as I said as I said my final line when I got up. It's kind of like a knowing look, like. Which was your final line? Secrets don't make friends. No, when I when, I, uh, when he said uh, when you asked me what when you asked me why um, waiting for parry. Why I think you would save my ass. And then I said, uh, someday I might save yours. And then kind of get up, give you a side eye, kind of like, you know, you're not sneaky. And then just kind of slowly walk away, like, I don't know, casually. Okay. And then he goes and continues to fuck with uh, Emmett. (laughs) Dude, it's Emery, man. Like, you're goofy, bro. (laughs) Nobody cares. (laughs) Emmett, illiterate, like, I get it, but, like, Emery, you know? Like, that's that's me, dude. All right, so we get into the next morning. You know, the sun rises. You know, is everyone up, like, as the sun rises? Anyone sleeping in? What's Where is everyone the following morning? Is there a crow's nest? Technically not on this map, but I'll say yes. All right, Valerian's probably, he probably spent the night up there, to be honest. Cold? I mean, cool. Menora has come up from her cabin before, just just before the sun rises to try and get an advantage on anything that she may see above ground or in the sky. Uh, that is probably because he spends, you know, nights later out on the, the deck looking at the stars. Uh, it's probably a little bit later riser than everybody else. Okay. And, uh, and I'm probably sleeping down in the hold with, with Gilly. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, sorry. Uh, Valyrian, uh, up in the crow's nest, do you think that the first light wakes you up, or are you just passed the fuck out? First light would definitely wake me up. Okay, then... I won't, I won't say that I didn't sleep well, but like I'm just a light sleeper, so... Okay, well then, Luminora and Valyrian give me perception checks. Oof. All right, sorry, y'all. I gotta switch to my because my character sheet is just—it's not working. So I'm gonna pull this up here. Yeah, you're still sleeping pretty heavy there, uh, Diceland. Yeah. Wait. With that, you may have been a a very light sleeper, but with uh, the cold air, 
waking you up the first light. Yeah, you're just super fucking groggy. You're like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Two crew made a guest appearance. (laughs) Okay. Yep, so you you wake up. It's a crisp morning, despite the fact that it is late summer. Um, Oh, where'd my calendar go? Son of a bitch. A wonderful... Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, we're in late in the month of uh, Baracus, kind of about this time of year in real life, you know, late August. You know, so it's still a very crisp morning. Um, <clears throat> the sun rolls up through the clouds. It's actually very peaceful, um, despite knowing the fact that you are going to explore darkness and disease that's creeping across the lands. There's a level of calm uh, this early in the morning. You know, and as the, the morning starts to, to go on, you know, you guys go and get some, eat some fruit or something for breakfast. You know, this wasn't meant to be a, a long voyage. There's nothing extravagant. There's no, like, onboard chef or anything like that. And as we get into, like, early afternoon, is everyone still kind of spread throughout the ship? Are you Is Cass still hanging out down with Gilly? No, by afternoon, I'd be back up. Probably would have grabbed whatever, you know, toast or salted meats they got on the ship. And then I'd be back up on the deck because that's where Kaz is most comfortable back up on the deck. You know, and he's also probably every now and then just checking and uh, making sure that uh, Emery's not screwing up his navigation. Uh, Give me an insight check. Or an investigation check into Emery. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> My investigation is crap, but I'll go insight. Oof. That's a natural one. So, yeah, with, with that, you're pretty confident that even though this dude's an idiot, he's so good at flying boats. Yeah. The other question would be because I am proficient in navigation tools, would that help any? I'll let you take the 18. <laughs> To, to give you the, the advantage on that. Um, this dude is straight up an idiot, but it's along the lines of he dumb as hell, but he's good at like a couple of things. And this is one of them. He's, you have the, the, the bearing on him that he's on course. You know, he doesn't understand people or big words, um, but he knows how to navigate. All right. Well, then I'll, I might just like go up there and like, Doing a good job. You had me worried for a little bit there. Oh, it's no problem, man. Like, I people like to think less of me because I'm not very smart, but I've been around ships, like, my whole life, man. Like, I, I know how to do this. I don't know how to do a lot of things. Uh, like, see how there's, like, a stick wrapped around all the all those strings by my boots? I don't know how to tie them, but this works. But I can fly this. It's weird because I like have to tie knots and stuff, but like I can't do it on my feet. Yeah, it's all about experience, whatever you've been trained with and done for the longest. Totally, man. Uh what what was the name of, of your animal? She was so nice. Gilly. Oh uh, yeah. in she she's not a horse with curly ears. What is she? She's a ram. A ram. I've never seen one. I've uh, heard of them. Yeah, they're normally more found in the mountains. Yeah, she's nice. She's little, yeah, oh yeah, she's a she's a delight, and she's bigger than most rams. They're not all that big. They're all no. 
No, most of them are closer to sheep in size. Mm. Sounds like a cool pet. Like the small ones. Like big, like Gilly sounds like a cool friend, you know? But like a pet size one would be cool. Yeah, until it would bash you with its horns. They do that? Oh, yeah. That's cool, man. What's uh, Luminor doing at this time? She is now walking up, comes up to the wheelier, if that's the proper term, and she asks, so how far out are we? When are we landing? We should be there in like four hours or so. You know, we should get there, you know, before sunset for sure. And if the wind keeps going in our favor and everything like that, we should we should be there even before dinner. So, you know, you don't have to keep eating toast and oats. And Valyrian, what are you doing? Uh, I'm probably, Valyrian's probably going to be sitting right about at the, uh, Valyrian's probably going to be sitting out at the front of the ship, just kind of like on the very, um, maybe the bow. Um, Just kind of sitting over the edge, just taking it in. Okay. Um, I need two of you to give me a perception check. I'll let you two do it because mine's I have, I have no bonus. Did that work? Oh. <laughs> oh, damn. Four and a six. <laughs> Woof. Well, one of you got a natural one. Ugh. I think that was me. I don't know. Yeah, with a with natural one, Luminora is, like, trying to scan her surroundings, but moving so quickly that she doesn't spend enough time to see anything off in the distance. She's just like, <laughs> what's going on? What's over there? What's over here? Can she notice that she did it too quickly mm. and do another look around, but slower? Not right now. <laughs> you know, so a couple more hours go by. You know, it's been a pretty chill, you know, ride. Not a whole lot's been going on. <clears throat> you know, now it's like mid-afternoon. You know, the clouds that were there during the morning, during the, that brisk morning, have definitely cleared away. The sun is just beating down on you. It's it's super hot. And then what I'm going to do is, now that it's been a couple of hours, um, I'm going to have Cass give me a perception check. You've spent a lot of time on ships and stuff like that. Give me a perception check with advantage because of your ship handling proficiency. That is a 16. Ah. Uh, with a 16, you've noticed that over the past couple of hours, there's not as many birds in the air as there was uh, even just like a half hour ago. The air is starting to get a little bit more stale. The wind is starting to die down as you're getting closer and closer to the border. And then just off to your side. I'm so bad with ships. What's the right side? Is that starboard? Starboard. Yeah. Left yep. port and left have the same number of letters. So... Also, like, P.S. Ah, that's a like, good way. Oh, cool. Um, so off to the starboard side, you start hearing some shouting, and almost from below you, this other ship comes up flying a more, like, all-black Jolly Rogers. You know, there's no symbols on it. There's This is clearly a pirate ship. And because I'm not the best at making maps, we're going to pretend like this is much, much closer. I need everyone to roll initiative. What's up, everyone? Are you like me and my friends? 
where your food tends to be lacking just a little something extra. If you are, look no further than Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce to fix all of your seasoning and spice needs. From adding a little bit of heat or just enhancing the flavor, this pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce will go on practically anything. Started by Craig himself in Minnesota, this sauce has become the staple of sauces and flavor enhancers across the lands for many, many moons. If you don't believe me, check out crybabycraigs.com and order yours today to, well, quite frankly, better your life, or at least your taste buds. But be sure to let them know we sent you and enjoy the best damn hot sauce there is. Again, that's crybabycraigs.com and let them know that we sent you. Well, there goes the neighborhood. Before initiative though, can Illuminora check if there's if she can see any like dead is Elven sight a thing in D D? Well that's your perception proficiency. Okay. Is there any way Luminora can check if there's any dead birds on the ground before I do that? You're so far up in the sky that even with your what your elf eyes might see, um, it would just look like grains of sand. Okay. You know, we're hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air. Okay. Ooh, net 20 on initiative. Walk. For a whopping 19 because of my minus one. Oh, shoot. I forgot to clear. Can you make mine an 18 just because I rolled at 18 at first and then it said that I didn't select my token, which I thought I did, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. So we'll make that an 18. We'll make his initiative. <laughs> Rad. Um, Mine's not popping up. He saw it. Uh, Luminaris hasn't come through. No, okay, I haven't. Oh, who's... Um, oh, I'm sorry, I thought that was... There we go. I, I did in the app. Normally I can do it on here, so I don't know what happened. Okay, let's... So nice not having to block, like, worry about blocking people's faces. I apologize. We're... You're fine. I was more interested in what you guys are doing that I didn't actually get these guys up here. Okay, so at the start of the turn... Um... Eh, I'll get better at hiding those in the future. So you said these are supposed to be closer. How how close are they? Uh, the other ship is going to be about 30 feet away. Um, okay. And almost, like, practically level with you. All right. And there's no... So are these cannons at all actually here or no? Yep, those cannons are actually there. Um, okay, so with that, it's going to be very much along the lines of if you want to shoot them... You know, it's going to be an action to shoot and an action to reload. The, um, the ballistic that's up front, does that only shoot forward? No, we're also the cannons on the sides. Yeah, but like the ballista as well, out of curiosity. Yeah, you can turn it. That's fine. Cool. I'll allow okay. that. Alrighty. I had to be all the way up the other end of the boat, huh? <laughs> I ask a quick question, like on the side here. Yeah. Um. So under my combat, I have Ice Knife, but I thought that was a cantrip. No, it's a, it's a first level spell. Chill touch is the cantrip that you might be thinking of. Yeah, okay. Okay, thank you. I'm just trying to plan here. <laughs> um, also, so is this, um, if I did move here, 
Is that possible, first of all? Second of all, can I reach this guy? Within how many feet? My meter thing isn't working. It kind of just drags the map around with it. I don't know why. Yeah, so we'll say that the distance between the ships is just going to be halved. So uh, middle cannon to middle cannon says 70 feet, so we're going to say 35 feet across. Uh, okay. The widest point. Everything else on ships is going to be accurate. I just didn't know how to get the ships close enough and still hide one of them. I okay. now know how to do that, and I forgot to go back and fix this. So, yeah, so the ships are about 35 feet across from the, the middle point to the middle point. Everything on the ship, though, distance-wise. So, like, if you wanted to get all the way to that middle cannon, Luminara, that would be your movement and your action to dash. Right, because you only have 30 feet of movement, and it's 60 feet away. Right, so just for um, learning sake here, with what's been said, could I thorn whip him? Like, this one, this guy right here? If I was standing here? The one uh, directly across. What's the range on thorn whip? Isn't that... It's like 30, 30 feet? feet? Yes, 30 feet. The ships okay. are about 35 feet apart. Right, so, okay. Uh, okay, right. so to start, Emery's gonna go and he's gonna be like, oh god! There's like pirates, guys! Uh, I'm gonna keep the the ship going. Uh, you you guys got this, right? Like, that's kind of why you've been hired, is to like, fight and stuff. So, I'm gonna stay here. If you really need me, though, like, let me know. But, you know, this is my job. So, so he's gonna hold his, uh, He's going to hold his action, and he's just going to hold shield in case someone tries to attack him. So then that is first pirate, the first mate. So with that, they... What's up? How many pirates are there on that ship? There are three, like, regular pirates, a captain, and then a deck wizard. Chad, you know you can, if you send one of the maps to the back, you could slide it over. I know that now. I just forgot to fix this. (laughs) Uh, You can still still do it now on the map layer, but not a big deal. So it's the pirates. Yeah, and then they just start to overlap, but that's fine. Uh, Yeah, so the the pirates turn. We're just going to grab all of them and move them back up here. Cool. Um, So the main pirates are just going to... One's going to run up to this first cannon and fire uh, just at the ship that probably came through. Yep. Uh, That's a lot of damage. Uh, They're just firing at the ship at this point in time. Where did I accidentally... There it is. Okay. Um, So, yes, that hits for 29... Max damage. Um, another pirate's going to come over and reload. And then because it is a max damage, I need someone to roll me a d8. One of you guys can do it. A two. Never mind, Steven. <laughs> uh, so even though it caused a bunch of damage, it more or less tore up sails, basically meaning that your ability slowed. to, yeah, you're slowed down. And then the other pirate is going to run up to the other cannon and fire yet again. Uh, Brick, where did that go? 
so many windows. Dave, how do you do it? Um, and then fire for another 16 damage. Five. And then if someone wants to give me another D8. Oh. Five. Oh, so that's just general damage. You know, it's wood is splintering all around you as the cannons are tearing through the sails, hitting the the deck. Wood is flying everywhere. And that goes to Cass. Alright. I look around at everything going on. I don't know how tough of a ship this is, but I gotta make sure we can at least keep flying it as best we can. And so, with my action, I am going to cast Bless on myself, Luminora, and Emery. Dude! Thanks! Because somebody is at the other end of the ship and I can't cast it on him because he's too far away. <laughs> I'm just gonna fuck myself. <laughs> and then I will use my movement. One, two, three, four, five. And that's my turn because uh, casting Bless was my action. All right. So then, Valerian, that is you. Initiative. Oh, part. that's right. What did you roll? She got I mean, an 18. 18. Uh, I'll have you go right after. Right yeah. after Valerian as I get you added. Yeah. Well, he has the higher decks anyway, so he would win the tie. Okay. Um, Valerian's going to turn that ballista to uh, try to take this guy here out. Um, the cannon closest to me, the guy on the cannon, at least. Aiming for the guy specifically or for the cannon? The guy. Okay. Roll me a, a d20 and then add six to it. Oops, that is not a d20. <laughs> 85 hits, you're right. Weird. <laughs> 16. 16. And then add what? Six. six. You definitely hit. 22. 22 damage to that dude? Jesus. Well, that's the that's the hit roll. He's got to roll whatever the ballista's damage is. Oh, you're right. Um, so 3d10 for damage. I like it. 22. 22. You turn and shoot this ballista. You don't hit the cannon. You don't hit the ship. It just goes right through this dude. He's still standing, but he is definitely bleeding out, and he's just has this look of absolute terror in his eyes as this giant bolt came from a ship and just tore through him. He just, oh, fuck. Nice. And then that is going to be <clears throat> the Luminara's turn now. Yep, and then Luminara's time. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Um, my... Again, my snap thing or the measuring thing isn't working. Um, I believe I can move to here, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't know why. I can't even move my character now. It drags the map. Oh, wait. I These might... are now so... Oh, I mean... um, if you're using the trackpad, when you hover over the, the arrow symbol, you have to hover over it and then click select move, not pan view. No, yeah, I am. Like, it kind of moves her, but it's, like, not. Like, I can move her here. Maybe I can try to get over there. If you just click on her, you can use the arrow keys as well. Oh, I can? Yeah, if you just click on her. Nice. Okay. There we go. She's there. Thank you for that. Makes me sound like I know so much, but I literally learned this, like, two months ago because of Dave. Yeah. It always (laughs) took you three years. (laughs) Hey-oh. 
Um, so, and then she is, gosh, I hate this. Um, what's the space between her and the guy, like, on the top deck, I believe it would be? Oh, By the way. yeah, like the captain? Yeah. 100, 105 feet? Okay, I'm just going to chill touch him, because I can. Yeah, actually, it's probably a little bit less than that, because I said we're about 35, it's about 95 feet. Okay, well, this is a, chill touch is 120 feet, so either way. Okay. Click spell, not the attack roll. That should Okay, cool. I was going to say, you also get to add bless, but I don't think you need it. Yeah, 20 definitely hits. Um, So as you do that, just this decrepit-looking, ghastly hand just shoots across the the sky and just... And then go ahead and roll for damage. Um, Just reaches across and just... Scratches at this dude's face. The the one that is captaining, captaining is that a word? Uh, captaining yeah. the ship, and he starts to freak out because there's just this floating, decrepit hand just scratching at his face. Uh, if you go in the chat, uh, Shalom, where it rolls, where it shows that you rolled the twenty, and it says um, chill touch, like in the square, you should be able to click uh-huh. that. Right. That work? Seven. Yep. yep. Okay. Seven necrotic. Nice roll. Alright. Yeah, it just scratches at his face and he's like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? Um, and then the hand disappears and then now it is his turn. And then, uh, so what the captain is going to do, I don't know how much closer I can get before the edge of the ship starts to disappear. Uh, I would set the one we're on to the back. Okay. That's and smart. Then then you can drag it the other one on closer to ours. Okay. To back. Cool. Yeah. Um, is there a way can I just like crop it? It'd be so much better. Yeah. Probably not right now. There's but. not. Cool. Um because literally like five feet and then they're overlapping. Uh mm-hmm. so we're just gonna say that the, the ship gets a little bit closer. I'm just gonna write it down. So instead of being thirty-five feet away, it is now fifteen feet away. Um, and then that is all that the captain is going to do because he is piloting the ship, so he does not get to attack. Um, so then that's going to come down to kind of like the first mate there. There's so many character sheets. Dave, how do you do it? I keep them all on one screen as like its own Chrome window with multiple tabs. Oh, that's so much smarter. Cool. Um, so with this, um, what the, it's kind of like, you can tell that it's definitely the first mate. Um, but it also, uh, you see that it has a staff, um, with it. So what it is going to do is it, they are going to come down just to about here. You know, they're about 25 feet away and then they're going to point at Cass in uh, cast Ray of Frost. I'm assuming that a 10 does not hit. Nope. <clears throat> uh, so that's super cool. Uh, and then now that is back to the top of the order for Emery. You know, he's like, the the sails are torn, guys. Like, what? <laughs> like, I'm going to do my best. And he's going to try and just create Can a... I use my reaction to tell him something? Yeah. 
Get us uh, alongside them so they can't keep shooting the cannons. Get closer, not farther away? Yeah. Okay. I trust you, big man. And so then, as he was almost starting to turn as if to try and diverge, he quickly shifts back to get right up along the ship. So there's only about a five-foot gap from the middle uh, towards the front, you know, the front parts of the ship and the back parts of the ship where they're not so bowed uh, is about a 10-foot gap, 10 to 15 feet, depending on where you are. Um, But you are right up against ship to ship. And then that goes back to the other pirates uh, who are now quite upset that they can't just shoot. Um, And these two, since it's only a five-foot gap, are going to jump across. This one, your jumping distance is your strength. Uh, Your strength modifier times five? No, not times five. I think it's your strength score. Just in general. So this other one is going to attempt to jump, but he's going to do an athletics check. 17, he gets over, but I'm going to say that that was kind of a long jump for him. So he's a little wobbly on the landing. So that's going to be it for his turn. Uh, The other two that are right up there by Cass, they're going to run around and both take swings on you. Yeah, so if you run, move 10 feet, then your jumping distance is your strength score for like a running long jump. Okay. So both pirates are going to swing on you. Um, First one, 15 swings and misses. Yeah. Second one swings and misses for one pirate because they do get to make two one-handed attacks with their swords. And finally, on the final blow just the first guy just clang clang just swings misses bounces off your armor your brand new plate mail breaking it in for you the other guy swings clangs off of it and comes right down into a gap uh for 10 slashing damage on you yep and now i need to make a constitution saving through which i do perfect so bless stays intact and then now that is your turn, Cass. Oh boy, did you guys just make a mistake. And I draw my, as my free action, I'm gonna draw my hammer and then I'm going to swing on the one to above me on the map. That is yep. a definitely. 24 to hit. Nice. Oh, How are you rolling 24s at level three? This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, well, I have plus six to my attacks. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Well, wait, no. Why am I... Or plus five, it should be. Yeah, plus five. So that was a natural 19. Well, it hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Yeah, I'm just debating if I want to... I'm going to hold off on adding anything extra to it. So that's 11. Okay. And you're Uh, using the, the hammer side, not the pick side? Yeah, that was 11 bludgeoning. So you swing up on him, uppercut, dislocates the jaw, teeth go flying... Dude looks hurt, but not not out. He was, compared to what he looked like when he jumped over, he's looking pretty hurt, but he's got some life left in him. All right, so then that's going to go down to uh, Valyrian. I think you're muted. Yeah, just forget about that. <laughs> um, is this, uh, the pirate that jumped over, is he, like, did he fall over or did he land okay? 
he he landed. He just didn't stick the landing, so it kind of like took all of his might to get over there. Um, uh, sorry, I guess in my head I thought he was like prone now or not 100%. Um, sorry, that changes me. All right, so uh, he's Valerian's is going to never mind. All right, yeah, he's going to just hit him with his uh, hand crossbow. This guy, the pirate, is kind of closest to him. All right, go ahead and roll it. He's got 24 to hit. Oh, let me check. Yeah, that hits. For four piercing, and I think that he... I hit him with the ballista earlier for 22. Finish him. I forgot to add that. I'm so sorry. So, like, while the pirate, you know, he's like, jumps over, and he's kind of, like, doing the little arm wobble thing to, to you know, balance himself... And then he finally gets his footing. He's like, all right, let's go do some damage. But then, like, before he even takes a step, he just gets, like, a crossbow bolt through the face. Yeah. So before he jumps over, you know, he pulls the the ballista bolt out of him, tries to catch his breath, makes a daring leap, lands, is uneasy on his feet, stands up and just side of the head and drops. Ironically, Valerian just kind of, like, Blows into his uh, crossbow like like a gun. Good wood. <laughs> hey there, little guy. Sorry. And then, do you want to do anything else with your turn? Any bonus actions? Any movement? Anything like that? Um, he's gonna move kind of like right to where the right next to where that guy's body just dropped. Cool. Uh, I think that's gonna be about it. Okay. And then uh, Luminor. I that's can't. You. I can't find. I can't use find familiar now, right? Uh, I think that takes an action, yeah. Takes an hour. That too. Even as a spell slot? Yep. Okay. Well, I've only ever had it as a ritual cast, so I just assumed. No, it's got a really long casting time. Okay. But Luminor, that's you. Okay, so I have an interesting move to make, and I need to know if it's okay that I do it. Tell me what you want to do, Will. Okay. So, my... I tried... Side note here, I tried switching to my mouse. It's not helping. I think it's just because like two maps are overlapping for me. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Um, but hopefully I can, no, I can't. Oh, wait, I have arrows. Sweet. So if I move her here, can I thorn whip this guy, but release him like before, like right here or right here to where he kind of like falls over the edge? I want to say yes, but because of the way that the ship is shaped, if you hit, I'm going to ask for an additional roll. Just like yeah. that. Okay. It only pulls them 10 feet. It doesn't pull them the full distance. Oh, I thought okay. Right, but well, 10 feet would technically get them to the ledge, but I'm going to say if the Thorn Whip hits, I'm going to ask for an athletics check to see if you can kind of like make the whip pull him slightly sideways. If not, it's just going to pull him 10 feet. He's going to hit the wall and kind of like scoop around, you know, like ski ball. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it. Okay, go ahead and throw it. Throw the thorn whip. An eight doesn't do it. Well, she gets to roll 1d4, but I don't know if that would make a difference. Uh, 1d4 would not, so. All right, so then that is going to be the pirate captain's turn. Unless, do you want to move also during your turn? Me? Actually, I would love to... Um, move there. 
moved there. Okay. Um, that's too far away for what the captain wants to do. So all that the captain is going to do um, for his turn, the pirate captain, is he's going to take out his hand crossbow and shoot it at Emery. But it is more than 30 feet, so it will be at disadvantage. A 16 <laughs> hits for five piercing. All right. Uh, so then that goes down to the deck wizard. Who is going to... Uh, uh, a beam of cracking blue energy lenses towards the deck wizard from the pirates is going to go ahead and just cast a ray of frost across at uh, cast there. Does a 16 hit? I don't think it does. Nope. So out of his hand, cast this almost like an an icicle looking lightning bolt hits your plate on your plate mail and just crackles and shatters off leaving little specks in your tightly groomed beard. And then from there, that's going to go back up to uh, Emery, who is now a little bit confused as to what to do. Um, I think what he's going to do is he's going to cast Ice Knife at the the pirate that is uh, right in front of cast like up against the the rail there oh god that's not good for me oh it doesn't it hits everyone within him um (laughs) give me a a raw luck check 10 or above he's gonna do the smart thing or 11 and above less than 10 and below he's gonna do that sorry yeah uh uh he only rolled an eight he just throws an ice knife and it just goes sailing off into the into no, the sky. it still explodes where at the target area so then i need a constant con or deck save i need it's a, a deck, deck save. save for me and uh both pirates it's everybody within is it five or ten feet i can't remember what the I think it's five. within five feet yeah so me and both pirates that won't be me then nope no. you're just out and it's based on his saving throw, which is an 11. Both of them, you all three save. So is that half then? Yeah, it's half damage from 2d6. So the four. Or from the 2d6, so five. Everybody takes five damage. Wow, he rolled 10 on his damage? 11, but... Yeah. All right, and then... Bless stays up. And then that is those pirates' turns. Um, the one that is more hurt is going to walk around and swing on Luminora. Seven. Can you move action? She can. So. And something that we talked about just to avoid uh, additional rolls is for her Halo Spores, it's just going to automatically do the the max so it's four right yeah it would be four damage max four damage max 
Um, on a con save. Oh, right. On a con save. Otherwise, it's going to do. So I'm assuming an 18 beats your DC spell slave, which spell save, which I think is a 13. Me? Um, uh. Yes, it's a 13. So they they pass, so they only, they only take two. Um, and then I think it's all or nothing. Is it all or nothing? I should know this. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yep. It's... So it's all or nothing. So they don't take any. I tried. Well, that's totally fine. Uh, their first swing on you, a seven, obviously, I'm assuming misses. Mm-hmm. But does an 18 hit? It does. Okay. Then you take eight uh, slashing damage. And then the other pirate is going to swing on cast, but because they're flanking, it's going to get advantage. 18 hit? Nope. Fuck! With my new plate armor, <laughs> uh, I'm an AC 20. Oh, I hit multi-attack. Um, and a 13. So, misses both times. Yep. Yeah, fucking fantastic. Now it's your turn, Cass. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck them up. Uh, so there's a gap between the ships, right? Yeah, from where you're at, it's only about five feet. That's enough. I'm going to look at this guy go and <laughs> give it the, my best Leonidas. This is Sparta. And do a shove attack and try to push this guy off. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So that is a contested athletics check. It's not an attack roll. Okay, so it's just athletics, straight athletics versus athletics. Uh-huh. <laughs> So that's a 12 versus his 8. And I, I, I will do okay, all the with my shield right over the edge. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> he just goes flying over the edge and you just hear, Oh, right. Now that is uh, Valyrian. Your turn. Righty. Oops. Zoom in that So from like the, not the where the cannons are here. Like where I'm at up on the top there. What's the, the minimum range for the cannons? Minimum range? Uh, minimum range? That's a very good question. I know we got closer so that they couldn't shoot us, but I don't know if like, I don't know, El Capitan down here is far enough away that I could... Oh, the captain definitely would be. I would even say, I mean, let's be honest. From here to about even where the the wizard is right there is about 45 feet so we'll do the uh just to preface by the way valerian does have his mask on um all right valerian's gonna man the cannon swing it over and pop a shot off right at the uh wizard dude here at the wizard okay give me a d20 plus six three definitely hits uh 3d10 25 dude is looking so hurt not quite on death's door but like he's in the driveway you know he's watching all this go on watches another one of his crew member get shoved over the the railing of the ship he just hears the wilhelm scream just (laughs) as he falls to the death looks down looks up and just takes a fucking cannon to the shoulder just goosh stumbles down drops to one knee slowly gets back up just bleeding everywhere and it's just overall just so confused 
Um, what I since there is a railing uh, and a big cannon in front of me, can I hide? Uh, give me a stealth check. Not enough. You just kind of like fired the cannon, and just kind of like hit a little bit behind it, um, and then Luminora, that's you. He also moves down uh, a 30, 30 feet that he can, still kind of just hovering behind the railing. Okay. I'm going to scimitar this bitch in front of me. Okay, swing away. That's just one roll, rat. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that is a nat 20. What? What? Nat 20! Hell yeah. Roll that damage. Wait, how do I do that? I'm sorry. Just uh, click where it says scimitar in the chat. That's easy. Bada bing. 13. Luminora, how does this guy die? The scimitar. The scimitar is the one that like it goes like this, and then it goes like this, right? It's, it's just a, like a curved sword, but slightly curved blade. Think of like Arabian, like I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Arabian Knights kind of yeah. style. Recalling mine and Chad's conversation here, or he explained it to me. Um, so I take it out and I go like kind of like backhanded with it, I guess, to where like the blade is like going up against his head, and then I go like back, like, slit his throat, and then I, like, change it in my hand, like, flip it around to where it's, like, the blade going the opposite way now, and just slice through, completely beheading the motherfucker. And then, all of a sudden, his his head goes this way, his body the other way, and then he just, flat, falls to the ground, and blood sprays everywhere, all over Luminora and Cass. The last thing that this pirate sees is you pull out your sword in a backhanded way and you just shh, shh, goes black for him and just thuds. Precisely. Fantastic. All right. Now that is the uh, pirate captain who is just, again, isn't quite sure what the fuck is going on. They thought that they had an easy score. Um, they're not trying to really destroy the ship. They kind of just wanted to loot you and most of his crew is dead. He's going to just take one last attempt uh, with his crossbow at Emery. 21 hits for another four. Emery's just taking it. He's like, dude, stop. That's so not cool, dude. Like, there's arrows sticking out of me. Like, what the hell? And then that's going to come down to the the deck wizard who's just going to run up towards the captain and tell him that this is not worth it. Everyone is gone. It's just them. We need to leave. And that is exactly what they do. Um, they're going to then start to retreat. Does anyone want to shoot? Well, you'd have to reload cannons to fire at them. Uh, I never fired this one. If you want to take a shot, go for it. I'm oh, going to take yeah. that as an opportunity attack. Can I do yeah. a trip? What are you going to do? Chill such. At, I think this this guy should be in range. Yeah, I'm going for the the captain with the cannon. This at the steering mechanism. Is this guy in range? Yeah, uh, they both would be in range with how close they are. Then with the cannon. Oh baby! That twenty. That twenty with, with the, the cannon. Cannon. Damn, you ain't getting away, bitch. Were you aiming at the steering column, the captain, the wizard? <laughs> the captain. Oh, he said the captain. Yeah, he said the captain. Give me sixty ten, please. Uh, that's crappy rolling, but that's 34 damage. Still. I mean, it... Why did that just roll initiative? That's weird. Um, oh, that's so cool. Wasn't enough to kill the captain, but 
you had the high ground on Mustafar if you catch my drift. You just yep. hit him and take limbs off. It tis but a scratch to him. And he drops as the ship starts to drift away. And you guys are now out of... Well, hey, I shoot him too. Well, Luminar hasn't gone yet. I, yeah, I also want to do chill touch, but if it's not allowed, it's you not. You still can. Uh, it I would can? be okay. Val- it would be Valerian's turn first. Okay. Are you shooting that at the the wizard or the? Oh, the wizard. Okay. Uh, the wizard. I don't need that one open anymore. Um. Fuck that hits. Roll damage. Dope. All right. Dude's on Son the death's door. I mean, they're both on death's door, but. So, is there any way Chill Touch can go like through a person to another one or no? <laughs> no. That'd be cool, no. but no. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's got a nat um, 20. Though. I am going to try and Chill Touch the captain because I feel like he's more valuable. Go for it. Do you guys agree, first of all? Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, he's the one steering like, with yeah, like. I, he he should have died, but I rolled really poorly on damage. Okay. Just, I mean, chill touch, but not, so. Such oh, well. health. I guess, like, more like average. Oh, please. Nice. No, no. Roll 1d4, you're still blessed. Oh, no, oh, no it's still missed. Should have gone with the wizard. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, of course, Emery's going to take a shot with his ice knife, right? It's, it's still at the bottom of the initiative order, so they're just going to flee. One right. of them is, is, for lack of a decent term pin reduced to a nugget and the other one is just bleeding profusely you know they they fled now out of combat i'll probably die of the wounds this, this may be for the best and i know but i wanted to take the ship <laughs> <laughs> where are the pirates now motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> after about an hour or so you come up on the town of Ter valior and you set the ship down safely though damaged and that's where we're going to end this episode yeah fucking one i'm really upset that you did not kill the captain with that nat 20 he had four Uh, hit points left yeah i i mean i rolled average i guess technically but yeah i was hoping for a little bit more damage i wanted to one shot him with that cannon that would have been so fucking rad oh sorry that was ignore that accident Well, if uh, anyone that is enjoying the show would like to support us, please go support our Buy Me a Coffee over at buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. Also, like, share, and subscribe to stay up to date on episodes, get some behind the scenes and announcements of upcoming things and all that. Is there anything that you guys have to share or plug or anything like that that you want to throw out this week? I don't have anything this week. Not this week, but maybe check out next week's. There we are. Well, the next time we talk to you folks, I will be a married man. Woo! Also, uh, for me, if there's people out there that like other nerdy shit and like podcasts, go and check out the All Things Nerd podcast. Uh, You can find that at allthingsnerdpodcast.com or on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out. It's the shit. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I think that's it for us for this week. So goodbye from Kobolds in the Basement. See ya. Till next time. Bye.